I'm Kelsey. I'm Cassie. And I'm Nolan from SCP Weekly. We bring you news from on-site and off-site. And we share your love for the creative community that surrounds the SCP Wiki. Join us on Tuesdays for new episodes, wherever you listen to podcasts, or on YouTube at SCP Weekly. Item number SCP-1027. Object Class, Euclid. Special Containment Procedures, SCP-1027 is to be housed in a standard liquid containment tank, immersed in a saline solution. Personnel are to avoid direct physical contact with SCP-1027, with the exception of feeding staff. SCP-1027 is to be given one fresh bovine brain per week. All staff involved in feeding of SCP-1027 are to wear Level 4 bioprotective equipment. In event of exposure to SCP-1027, affected personnel are to be immediately treated as instances of SCP-1027 and subjected to standard containment protocols. Description SCP-1027 closely resembles the central nervous system of a human, Homo sapiens, that has adapted to life outside the human body. Specimens currently in the possession of the Foundation measure from 1.1 meters, measured from the apex of the cerebrum to the base of the sciatic nerve, to 1.5 meters. Attached are the basic sensory structures associated with human functioning, including the sensory nerve structures, eyes, and cochlea. SCP-1027 appears to be able to interpret signals from these systems in the same way as a human subject. However, all neural structures within SCP-1027 are capable of movement to varying extents. This movement is most noticeable while SCP-1027 is immersed in a liquid medium. Neural components in SCP-1027 appear similar to that of a human with the exception of the neuroglia. The myelin sheathing covering the cells of SCP-1027 is approximately 300% the thickness of that found in a healthy adult human. In addition to this, glial coatings on neurons of SCP-1027 have been found to extend the full length of the cells and are apparently permeable to neurotransmitter compounds. As a result, SCP-1027 is capable of supporting itself outside the environment of a living body, although it is most comfortable in somewhat saline water solution. SCP-1027 seems to feed primarily on the neurotransmitters found within mammalian brain tissue. Consumption takes place by a process similar to osmosis, in which the neuroglia of SCP-1027 extract and absorb certain compounds. The exact process through which this is accomplished is unknown. Regular feedings render SCP-1027 much more docile, reducing the risk of exposure. However, it seems that SCP-1027 is capable of survival for extended periods without feeding, and it is not known at this time whether there is actually a biological need for these chemicals. When presented with live prey, SCP-1027 will apparently merge with its nervous system, draining neurotransmitter agents over a time, leading ultimately to death. However, when exposed to a living or recently deceased, 
less than 12 hours prior to exposure, human SCP-1027 will instead infiltrate the brain through the auditory canal. Upon breaching the meningeal membranes, the neuroganglia of SCP-1027 will release a high dose of an apparently modified dopamine compound directly into the brain. In addition to an electrical impulse measured at approximately 150 millivolts, this combination has been shown to initiate basic brain activity in 90% of cases. The nervous system of the subject will begin to modify itself into a new instance of SCP-1027. The neuroglia thicken and the entire central nervous system detaches from the host body by accelerated decomposition. To date, no specimen of SCP-1027 has been shown to possess any memories prior to becoming detached and have a functional intelligence level equivalent to that of a lower primate. If you like this podcast, subscribe and share it with the community. You can find it on iTunes, Spotify, and Google Podcasts under Kelsey Narrates. You can send me comments at kelseynarrates.blogspot.com, and you can support financially through patreon.com slash kelseynarrates. Credit to the original author, The Raven. Content relating to the SCP Foundation, including the SCP Foundation logo, is licensed under Creative Commons Sharealike 3.0, and all concepts originate from www.scpwiki.com and its authors. This recording, being derived from this content, is hereby also released under Creative Commons Sharealike 3.0. I'm Grigori Carpin from Simply Creative People, the podcast where we discuss GOIs, canons, and stories from the SCP Wiki, and we try to recommend things for all fans of the Wiki, new and old. Look for us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and Apple Podcasts. Visit the show page at anchor.fm slash simply-creative-people, or follow us on Twitter at S-I-M-C-R-E-A-T. Hey there, this is DJ Skip, host of Foundation After Midnight Radio, coming to you from the only third shift broadcast for personnel, by personnel. Be sure to tune in wherever you listen to podcasts to not miss out on containment news and community announcements from within the Foundation.